police in the morning. Look at the problems experienced by a crew of bumbling astronauts on a mission to destroy rogue planets. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie Movie Bros. Bros. We review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are with week three of Cult Classic Month, taking a look at the 1974 classic Dark Star. We were supposed to take a look at Porky's, but then found out it was unavailable for streaming, so yeah. Sad times. But we got to watch a uh, sci-fi movie by John Carpenter, so there's that. And of course, as always, there's a spoiler warning. Let's get started with, let's dive right into the shit with our technical difficulties. Top and bottom three. Where do you want to start, Paul? Let's start at the top first. All right. So, number three. The special effects in this movie are very fun. Of course, it's early 70s sci-fi, so it looks terrible by all, like, standards of today. But, you know, that nice nostalgic feel of, you know, toys moving through space and things on paper looks pretty fun. Number two. The uh, kind of sequence of the movie of the, the philosophy of life talk with the bomb. It was interesting and funny in its own way. And, uh, yeah, number one, though, was the alien sequence. You find out that they've been keeping an alien captive on the ship, and it's literally just a fucking beach ball with, like, claw arm hand things and just kind of, like, bebops around and, like, makes silly noises. It's definitely the best and most interesting part of the movie, which actually says a lot to how not interesting the movie is. Number three, I, I definitely agree. The classic low-budget sci-fi aesthetic with, like, you know, obviously they're using, like, props and, like, a, a black screen and everything, and it's really, like, cheap uh, computer effects. It was it was charming. It was, it was fun. Number two, it was overall, like, a pretty decent parody of, um, you know, the low-budget sci-fi films of the time. I mean, it um, the jokes were relatively funny, and um, you can definitely see what they were going for. And number one, yeah, the alien beach ball was really funny. Definitely the best part of the movie. Um, it was close between that and the, um, the philosophy, like, um, discussion with the bomb, but I'd say the alien um, beach ball was just really funny. Well, on to the bottom. So for me, number three, what a mundane life these astronauts live. And I, I know that's the point of the movie, but uh, it leads for some really boring most of the movie. Number two, in going with how boring it was from, you know, showing the Monday, day to day, just clicking buttons and sitting around life that these astronauts have, it literally put me to sleep. I could not finish this movie in one go. And the movie was only, you know, 80 minutes long. Number one, the dialogue is very muffled and really hard to understand at times. And unfortunately, oh yeah, by the way, the description of the movie was from Peacock, which is where we watched this. And on there, there were no subtitles. So my eyes could not help to uh, alleviate the issues my ears were having, figuring out what was being said half the time in this movie. Number three, there's really not much of a plot for the majority of the film. It's just them being in a ship, which, all right, cool, I get it. It's supposed to like show how boring life of an astronaut would be, but 
I don't know. Like that that's kind of a complaint a lot of people have about um about um how what's that one Seinfeld? Uh, no. Well, I'm sure people <laughs> have a complaint about that one. Um I'll think of it later. That one movie that takes place in space by the guy who made The Shining. Um in Interstellar? No, no. not Interstellar. Are you kidding me? Like <laughs> Ghosts of no, Mars. No. I'm I'm blanking on it. It's it's been a long day. But anyways, yeah, I, I'm I'm just not into you know people not doing anything and floating and it, it's just kind of boring. Um, number two, so the characters are basically pretty interchangeable. I actually got them confused at a, a few times, and yeah, you could have put any of them at any point anywhere, and it wouldn't have really made a difference. I thought it was just the same guy wearing four different uniforms. It may as well. It may. It may have been. And number one, um, yeah, it's so slow paced and boring that like, it you're you're just waiting for something to happen. And yeah, I get that's the point, but it's a stupid point. Like, so many and so many like films make um, it's like oh well, this is shit on purpose. Well, it's still shit, so you y- you don't get any points. Like, unironic, um, boring is still boring. John Carpenter, thank ironic. you for going back to horror. Yeah, or into definitely. horror or whatever point in your career 1974 was well you know we uh we didn't really well we know we did talk about the dialogue we did manage to get some quotes so we'll have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war quote war we'll quote this movie back and forth you tell us who had the better quotes i'll get us started with glow with all the colors of the rainbow now it's time to go sleepy by you worthless piece of garbage when I brought you on the ship, I thought you were cute. You have no proof it is correct data. Why don't you have anything nice to tell me when you activate me? Phenomenology. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this film or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. It was 2001 A Space Odyssey. That was the movie. Where, like, nothing, where like, people are just moving really slowly through space and there's like a space uh, killer computer system and then... a floating fetus yeah that that movie was really slow paced too it was by stanley kubrick that was the guy who made shining <laughs> i knew i'd think of it eventually so it's time to give this film a final take remember friends the final take is a score on our shot scale our shot scales are reverse scale one to ten one being the best ten being the worst how many shots do you need to get through this film i give it a six out of ten i give it a four out of ten the dark star is a strange foray into space life and the day-to-day going on of astronauts the movie is pretty much broken into a few sequences exploring what happens on a 20-year journey of discovery. At first, it's just mundane button-flipping and trying to stay entertained, followed by a giant beach ball with clawed hands running amok, and finally trying to dissuade a bomb from exploding while attached to the ship. While I do understand the concept and that this is some kind of satire, space movies and shows of the time, it's just incredibly boring to the point where it literally put me to sleep. It was enjoyable in its own way, but having to have it watched over the course of a few days just doesn't sit right with me. Dark Stars is a lesser-known sci-fi film by John Carpenter. It was made in 1974, so it predates Star Wars by a few years. Its low-budget aesthetic and subtle comedy was fun, but there's a reason why no one thinks of this film when they talk about John Carpenter. While I can appreciate certain elements of Dark Star and and the limited setting setting was utilized very well, it's overall pretty boring and slow-paced. 
it was really difficult to get into the story or care about any of the characters, though the ending was really funny. I respect John Carpenter for attempting, but I'm glad he decided to primarily stick with horror. It's definitely where he shines. Well, you know, we always have ways to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time you see a new room, take a drink. Number two, every time the alien hits someone, take a drink. Number three, whenever someone puts on a star suit, take a drink. And number four, anytime a bomb talks, take a drink. Every time you see a number, take a drink. Every time you see a magazine, take a drink. Every time something goes wrong at the ship, take a drink. And every time the computer talks to the crew, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you do have thoughts about this movie or anything else Beamer related, leave us a comment on the iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at beamerbros.gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com. That's beamerbros. Follow us on Twitter at beamerbros. On personal Twitter at beamerbros. Check out all the content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website, beamerbros.com. We're new shows each week. Want to help support shows that are donating to our PayPal or Patreon again? Links are right below. Well, we've come to the end of week three for Cult Classic Month. Let's rank these movies. In the number three spot, of course, is Dark Star. Number two for me. 13 Ghosts. Although it's a great movie, in the number one spot has to be Mr. Nasty, just because I could watch Mr. Nasty every day. Number three, yeah, Dark Star. It was... I mean, I appreciate the attempt. I get what he was going for, but it just wasn't quite what I wanted, what I was hoping it would be. Number two, Mr. Nasty. It's... It's funny, I enjoy it, but I mean, I had to put 13 Ghosts at the top because I just found it to be a really good film. Oh, and I should note, I've never actually seen um, 2001 A Space Odyssey. I've just seen reviews of it, heard people talk, so I'm not actually knocking the movie. I've just seen a few scenes where they're just floating through space, and I've seen the space fetus thing, and everybody knows about like about how. So don't don't get pissed that I like knock the movie. I've never actually seen it. One day we'll review it, but I'm just going on the little bit I know about it. I've, okay, uh, I've seen like the first ten minutes of it, where there's like no dialogue or anything, and there's just like this giant space obelisk penis thing like coming out of the planet, and uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm n- I'm not into this. Yeah, I I know all the memes and like certain aspects about it but i've never actually seen the film so maybe one day well to conclude our uh, cult classic month this year we're going to take a look hopefully at the 1978 classic Eraserhead. the only thing of which i know that a local store used to have a dvd copy for like 90 dollars because it was out of print or some shit yeah so until next time friends be brave be alive and be back for more Get on my knees. I've seen the road. I've seen the road.